You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. This week, Sarah talks with Aaron Spears. Welcome to Sarah Hagen Backstage. My guest today, Aaron Spears, is not only a superstar in the drumming world, but also a superstar in life. Known as the beat behind such amazing musicians like Usher and Ariana Grande, Aaron is as positive and humble as he is talented. I'm so excited to bring you behind the scenes for a conversation with one of my favorite people in the world. So let's go. Hey, Aaron, welcome to Sarah Hagen Backstage. What's happening, Sarah? It's good to be here with you. It's so good to have you. It's great to see you. You as well, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Absolutely. How are you? How have you been? Uh, I'm doing pretty good um, right now. You know, no complaints. You know, I, I'm just like everybody else in the world. Uh, I'm at home. Uh, I'm in the, the Spears bubble. Um, so I'm here with my family. Uh, everything is cool. I, I really can't, I uh, can't complain. Very cool. And you, it looks like you've got a setup behind you. So is this your, uh, your drum space where you are? Yeah, this would, this would be the old, the, the, my, the drum studio. Um, what you see behind me are just a bunch of snares that I, I use for different things I have to do. Um, my drums are actually set up on that side of the room. Um, Right now, it's kind of set up with. Uh, I just got finished recording a Pretender for the Mass Singer. Um, so the drums are set up. I got a, a 12, 16, 14 inch snare and kick drum set up over there. But I also have another set of drums that I use for, for some other things, just, you know, whatever, whatever. Come what may, I'm, I'm prepared and ready for sure. Very cool. And actually, let's talk about the masked singer because that's what you have been up to lately, right? Recording yeah, yeah. It, it's been really cool um, just to be able to, you know, work from home and to be able to lock in um, with man, some amazing musicians, amazing producers, um, and to be able to record um, just for for the show. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun but the the music is you know it's everything from i don't know rock to hip-hop to pop to r&b uh country i mean it's like it's stretching me man because it's it's just a little bit of everything I'm, I'm thankful that it's not everything is not all on me you know so i'm not playing every single song you know which is great because you know, things move so fast, so rapidly. So, uh, you know, sometimes there's another team that we have to call in to be able to play and record this particular song because the show needs it in this time or mm -hmm. this particular song because the show. So it's really cool. But the stuff that I do get to play, man, I'm really, really having a ball. Like I'm enjoying it so much. That's awesome. And ha have you like had a song come your way and you're just like, oh, I've always wanted to play that, but I never had the chance to. Oh uh, man, I'll, I'll tell you one that was really, really fun for me. <laughs> um, Twisted Sister, uh, we're not gonna take it. <laughs> oh my God, that song was so much. 
it was just so much fun to play. That's the, that's one of those songs that you you know you know it because you you I've heard that song forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but to actually sit down and and play it and make it you know do what it's supposed to do, it felt it was a lot of fun. It felt great. It, that does sound like a lot of fun to play. Yeah, it and is. I, just picture you playing like country music and like some real big rock and roll songs. I love it. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna tell you the rock songs are are they are the best. It's just it's so much um aggression and so much you know vibe. The notes are so spaced out and big and just uh beefy. I love it. <laughs> you get some of the you know the quarantine frustration out on the on the kit. Absolutely, you better bit. believe it. Yes, indeed. And and how how have things been for you kind of through this time that you've been home? Um, it's been actually it's been cool. Uh, like I said, for me, you know, just really making the best of <clears throat> making the best of being here at home. You know, it's just important to really focus on the things that I feel like, you know, the silver linings that that we have every day, you know, to be able to be surrounded by your loved ones. You know, to be able to say that, you know, everybody's doing all right, everyone's happy, everyone's healthy. All of that, man, is just such a, it's just a blessing. You know, and I'm just extremely thankful um, that that's the case. You know, I know for everybody that, you know, everyone may not be able to say that. But um, like I said, for me in this particular, this particular time, I'm extremely thankful. You know, I'm, I'm loving being able to be here with, you know, my wife and my son. Um, man, I've been doing a, a lot of cooking lately, <laughs> which is uh, <clears throat> cooking is not really it's, I can't say that it's like it's my thing. You know, it's not something that I'm just like, you know, through the years, I'm not necessarily known for that. But but since this pandemic, I'm enjoying it so much. Like I really enjoy going to the market and getting you know fresh vegetables and mm-hmm. fresh you know uh spices and and herbs and it's just like yo this is gonna be great in this <laughs> you know so I, i'm really i have to say I'm, I'm really enjoying it man i've been having a great time and just really making the absolute best out of um the hand that we've been dealt right now you know absolutely i think that's that's the most important message i think you know it's a uh, no matter what's happening, trying to figure out a way to, you know, make it through and enjoy the positives. And I do see all the cooking videos and the photos that you post. And I'm always like, oh man, Aaron is going to town tonight. You know, <laughs> I think the other day you were cooking some um, seafood, some kind of shrimp or something. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a, uh, a seafood paella. But instead of instead of rice, I didn't use rice. I used cauliflower rice. Oh, okay. It, it came out really, really good. Like so, so it, with this whole cooking thing, like I'm really, I've really been on trying to make sure that um, that we eat a, a lot of vegetables. You know, mm-hmm. so definitely kind of pulling back from so much carbs like pasta and rice and things like that. Just kind of trying to find ways to substitute that to still have. The dishes that we like or the things that we enjoy eating, but just to try to make it with a different vibe. So definitely trying to trying to, you know, be a little bit more healthier. And it's it's been great. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool. 
That's great. And along the healthy vibe, um, let's talk about the cycling too, because you have been doing a lot of uh, a lot of cycling and hey. or, or before, before the winter weather happened more so yeah but, so so right? cycling is is definitely a, that's a, a a new hobby for me and, and i i had no idea that it was so um i had no idea it was so involved you know you think oh i'm, I'm just gonna get a bike and i'm gonna ride and it's gonna be great um mm -hmm. but then it's like no, there's so much more, you know, then it's like, oh, so I, I also need to get, um, I need a light. Okay, cool. Now, okay, I got a light. now I need um, a bike computer. Okay, cool. Oh, now I have a bike computer. So now it tells me, you know, how far I'm going. Okay, great. Oh, now, man, I need, I need shoes. I need clipping. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man, now I need a radar so that way I can tell if there's anything behind me. Oh, shoot. Okay, there's a new helmet. Oh, I need that. Oh, wait, the camelback. Oh, so I can have the water. Oh, let me get that. You know, so it's like this whole biking thing, you know, it's just, it's it's a whole new world, you know, and I've definitely um, enjoyed it so much during the season when, you know, it was cool. I try to get out when it, it started getting cold. And I realize this, that's not my thing. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not, I'm not a, if it's under 50, that's not my, I'm not that guy. I tried, I had my gloves, um, you know, I had, you know, like the, like a mask. Um, Neck like skater kind of thing. Yeah, all, I, all of that. And, but I was really freezing like as it seemed like the faster I, I was going the wind was hitting me and it i didn't mm -hmm. like that so that's what let me know where i'm at with it I'm, I'm a devoted cyclist as long as it's like 55 and up <laughs> and, and we can make it happen but but i i really um i enjoy it so much man it's, it's been a lot of fun the longest ride that i've done i want to say is like maybe 44 miles which is for me is is kind of crazy because I didn't even yeah I didn't even think that I could do ten you know or five so um, to hit that mark you know a, a few times man it's like it's great and I'm looking forward to next season to see how far I can go I don't think I'm gonna try to do like a century or anything like that but <laughs> I definitely will will try to see if I can push to do like maybe fifty. You know, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, right now, while I'm waiting for the season, uh, the weather to break, I'm waiting on a Peloton uh, to get here to the house. Yeah, um, but that takes a long time. We ordered we ordered one. I want to say maybe a month or so ago, and it'll be here in like maybe another month. So mm -hmm. I heard there's a wait. There's a wait list. They can't make them fast enough. Right. Yeah, they, they definitely said eight weeks. When, once we we ordered it, uh, they were like, "Yeah, so your your Peloton will be there uh, approximately eight weeks from now." I was like, eight weeks? What am I supposed to do from you know now until then? Can I just took one of these in the truck and then when when you know <laughs> when the one that we get when it comes, we can exchange? I mean, what what do you do? So we're just waiting, waiting for it to get here. But I'm looking forward to it. You should just go to the store every day and like ride every, on the bike at the day. store. Like, and yeah. just be like, 
I'm here. I'm hey, come in here unless you hey, let Bill. me. Take Good to home. see you again. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right over here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that, man. That'd be that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. I love it. So you found some new hobbies and and passions since you've been home and off the road. Because normally yeah. you're on the road for like the majority of the year, right? Sarah, it's crazy. My wife told me she was like, "Man, this is the longest." that you have been home ever. I was like, nah, that's not, that can't be, I don't believe you. That's not, nah, no way. She was like, no, seriously, this is the longest that you've ever been home. Like you are always, always gone. Like if it's not for a tour, then it's for something. Like it's like maybe uh, you'll go and do like a clinic run or mm -hmm. maybe you'll go and do um, a couple spot dates. He's like, but this is like the longest that you've consistently been home. And she's absolutely right. This is the longest I've been home. Um, and like I said, for me, it's been, it's been great because I really, I, I love the people in my house, <laughs> you know? So for me, it's been, it's been cool, but yeah, I'm normally gone. Like something is happening, you know, mm -hmm. it's not a tour, then it's, you know, a few dates. If it's not a few dates, then it's, you know, doing a clinic run. If it's not a clinic run, it's a couple master classes or it's it's always something. So during this time, man, it's been really cool just to be uh, locked in here at the house. It's, it's been fun. Absolutely. And and you, you know, we talk about being on the majority of the time. Is that something that when you were starting out playing, you were thinking like was your dream was to be in a touring band be a touring drummer what what were you thinking about when you were playing younger and you know where did you see yourself absolutely, absolutely. not <laughs> I, had, I had no idea um i didn't i didn't know so so for me you know growing up in church um it, here in dc growing up in church is different um because you really there's not really a heavy touring market here. You know, you don't see a lot of musicians from here that actually go out on the road on tour. Um, the music scene is not so heavy. Like there's um, go-go music is really, really strong here. You know, mm -hmm. go-go is like culture here. Um, so you have just through the years, there's been some amazing bands, you know, that have, have you know, added to the culture. Um, but those guys really are here at home. Like they stay here in DC. They don't mm -hmm. do a whole lot of touring and traveling. It's really, you know, they work here. Um, they do travel. I mean, I'm not saying that they, that they don't cause they, they definitely do. But for the most part, they are working and earning their bread here in DC. <laughs> so for me, the examples that I saw of people um, doing music, they all did it here. You know, the guys in church, um, the cast that were playing at the jazz clubs, they were here. Um, the cast that were playing, you know, with the go-go bands, they were here. Um, mm -hmm. And that was really the vibe. So I honestly didn't think as a kid coming up that, you know, oh man, I'm going to go out on tour. I'm going on the road. I'm going to mm -hmm. see the world. Because I, I just didn't even know that that existed. You know, I would hear about different guys that were playing, um, you know, with certain gospel acts and and they might, 
you know, maybe go to New York or go to Connecticut or they might go down south to North Carolina. But, um, you know, it was really kind of like, you know, like East Coast uh, would be kind of like as far as things would get. So touring was something that I really didn't even know was a thing until I got much older. And then I started seeing like, oh, this dude is rocking with this person. Oh, this tour is coming to town. Oh, this dude is playing on this show with this, you know. So it was, um, I don't know, eye-opening as I got older than the the possibility or the desire to actually want to tour. It became a real thing. But like I said, it wasn't until I was much much older where I really started to feel like this is something that I really want to do. I want to be able to do this. Um, I need to figure out exactly how to make that happen. I'm not really sure what to do, um, but I, I have to talk to people that are doing it to figure out, you know, what platform or which way do I go? What direction do I take in order to make that happen? And that, and that's pretty much exactly what you did, right? Make, make contacts with people, develop relationships with people. And um, I know Gerald Hayward was really kind of instrumental in, in um, you know, helping you discover a path. Um, yeah. And how, so how did that all work? Like, how did you end up kind of breaking into um, the touring world and kind of, well, you know, I call you like a drumming superstar, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that. But now Gerald was was like one of the first guys uh, for me that mm -hmm. I saw that went from playing in church to playing, you know, nationally and internationally. Um, you know, I remember hearing records with Gerald play um, with the choir from New York, Hezekiah Walker. And uh, Gerald was playing with with this choir, and it was just incredible um, the stuff that he was doing with them back then. Um, but then that um, he ended up making a transition from doing that to playing with like Teddy Riley and Guy, and then from that into you know playing with Mary J. Blige, and and I mean Gerald has a, a long laundry list of mm -hmm. you know, credits from. Um, Beyonce, Destiny's Child to Chris Brown and everything in between. Um, so he definitely was, you know, like a hero of mine. Um, but like I said, it originally for me, the stars in my eyes was just being able to see him play along with some of those church groups that I remember as a kid. Um, and it was just awesome to be able to connect with him on a friend level. Um, the more that I started to do music wise, um, Gerald was always a supporter. You know, he always showed a lot of love and really took the time to um, just kind of talk with me and, you know, tell me, you know, to keep your head up, you know, stay encouraged. You know, if it's if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. Just hang in there. Um, keep playing. Keep practicing. Um and I recorded with a group from from here called the Gideon Band, and Gerald was actually listening to the Gideon Band record. Um, and Usher's musical director happened to walk into his uh, his hotel room uh, while he was listening to the record of me playing drums. And mm -hmm. uh, the musical director was like, "Yo, who is the who is that on drums? Is it you know? You think that he'll want to be able to?" Um, play with us with Usher because we're looking for a new musical director. 
Uh, I'm looking for a new drummer. Uh, you think that he'll be down? You know, what, what do you think? And um, they called me and asked me if I was interested. And I told him, of course, uh, I'd love to do that if it's possible. Um, I sent in a videotape of me playing some of Usher songs. And my tape was one of like maybe 100 tapes that came in. Mm-hmm. They selected me to be Usher's drummer. But it, it started with uh, first the networking connection um, with Gerald. Um, I have to say my friend uh, JJ Williams was actually the guy that introduced me to Gerald because they were on tour together. Gerald was playing with Mary J. Blige. JJ was playing with Jagged Edge. Um, and JJ introduced me to Gerald. And from there, Gerald just took a liking to me and really, really um, showed me a lot of kindness and, and you know, looked out for me like, like a little brother and mm-hmm. uh, was kind enough to share my information with um, Usher's musical director. From there, you know, playing with Usher, that just opened up the door for so many other things, man, that I've been able to do in my career, which has been fantastic. It has for sure. Um, and you, you actually, uh, if I remember right, you produced some music with Usher too, right? At some point. Yeah, we we did. Um, the band as a whole, um, we came together on the confessions album and we worked on, uh, three interludes on that record and produced those songs and, and had them ready for the record. And because of that, we were nominated, uh, along with everybody else that had any production work for uh, for a Grammy. Unfortunately, we didn't win album of the year uh, where we would have received the Grammy because uh, that year was the year that Ray Charles had passed away. And Ray Charles had also released a record. And the Grammys was really like that Grammy that year went to him. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't deserve it, that's Ray Ray Charles I mean it was was incredible but I felt like um, just the untimely passing of him during that time it really helped to put push that record over the top you know the people Mm -hmm. that the academy the people that are voting definitely felt a responsibility to be able to um, to salute him and to support him and um, he ended up winning that that uh, particular category over Usher, which I was like, man, oh, that was that was my Grammy right there. That was the one. <laughs> but but it's, it's it's okay to honestly to even be um, to be have been nominated, man, on that particular stage and to be known for that um, and cemented in history as, as being a part of that is just I'm thankful, extremely thankful. That's pretty amazing. And I think, you know, to not win a Grammy and because of, you know, well, to to lose a Grammy to Ray Charles on the year that he passes away, I mean, that's that's pretty significant, too. So it's all right. Okay. There's some bragging rights there too. Hey, look, I can I can sleep at night. I'm I'm okay. It's cool. Absolutely. I have a feeling maybe you know there are more Grammys in the future for you. I hope so, Sarah. I hope so. I'm I'm working on it. We we we'll see. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Um. So so the years you know you spent with Usher kind of led into what was next for you, which was Ariana. Is that is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went from Usher, um, like it seemed like maybe a a month or so later, I actually went from that to working with Lady Gaga. 
Um, right. Yes. She had. She worked on. She had her. Um, her Joanne record, and uh, it was really really cool. I got a chance to work with her to do promo for that record, um, and I was really excited to be able to be there with her because I think she's an incredible artist. Um, but in the middle of like uh, working with her, well, actually, we had a lot of downtime, and during the downtime is when I got the call to work with Ariana. And, and, and this was such a crazy decision for me because it was like, do I, do I stay or mm -hmm. do I go? You know, do I, do, I, do I stick in here with Gaga and get ready to make the move for, you know, the other things that she has coming up? I think the Super Bowl was on the way. Wow. And, um, and I really, you know, that's, that's been on my bucket list. You know, one of the things I really would love to be able to do. And I was feeling like, man, maybe I should just stick around. Maybe I should just stay, stick it out. Um, but the call for Ariana was so, was man, it was just, it was, I'm also a huge fan of her. And um, also, man, my friends that were, you know, part of the band, like they're some of my my closest friends, you know. So I was like, I, I feel like this is something I have to do. You know, I have to mm -hmm. do that. And, and since doing it, man, it's been great. Like I've been been with her now for I want to say now maybe four or five, almost five years, maybe. And it's been great. It's been it's been absolutely fun. I, I, I totally enjoy it, man. We just got finished. Um, I want to say 2019. We did a, a, a world tour, which was fantastic. Um, it's just incredible to be able to, to be a part of of that camp. You know, she just released a Netflix special of uh, like a live performance special, which was fantastic to be a part of. I mean, yeah. just seeing it, man, it, it brings back so many memories of the times that we had and, and you know, the fun that we had and just the energy was just just great. So uh, as much as, you know, I have to say, I, I, I wish that I was able to, to do both. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, I really loved um, loved the energy and the vibe from Gaga and also from the, the my friends there. Um, I feel like at that particular time, I made the right decision. You know, hopefully um, in the future, maybe things will, will come back around. I'll be able to do that again. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I do. Now that you say that, I remember that period of time. I remember I remember talking to you about it when you were kind of in between. What was yeah. going to happen? What were you going to do? Um, but yep. you know, it, it's pretty. It's pretty telling, though, that part of your decision was the musicians that you would be working with. You know, that you're these were your friends, and um, being on tour in a band, it's it is like a family, right? So that's, that's always been important to me. Um, you know, like you, you can play with some of you know the world's greatest musicians, and that's that's always that's fun. That's cool, you know. But uh, to be able to lock in and play with you know your friends, you know, people that you have a connection with, people that you know, people that you love, like that right there is that's invaluable. So when I had the opportunity to be able to, to do that, I was like, yes, count me in. <laughs> I'm with it. Let's let's. Where are we going? What are we doing? Where do we start? You know, it's just it's just mm -hmm. just a vibe. Just a vibe. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think I think back on uh, my conversations with uh, Charles Haynes, who was touring with Lady Gaga for a while, 
Um, and yeah, it would yeah. have been fun. It would have been fun to to be sitting here talking about um, the costumes that you wore on stage. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember that was one of my favorite favorite things was hearing about the costumes and the costume fittings and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you was was so crazy for um the the run that we did. Um, you know, I think we did like her promo tours. She wanted to play dive bars, you mm-hmm. know, so she did like maybe five, I want to say maybe like five, I mean, hole in the wall, small, itty bitty, tiny um, bars, you know, because mm-hmm. she said that this was this album when she recorded it, this was, you know, this was the vibe and it took her back to you know, when she was a struggling artist, she actually played um, the Bitter Inn in New York, which was the club that um, she actually started, you know, before she was Lady Gaga. Um, She started, like, this was one of her regular gigs that she would do, you know, every weekend, you know, she was saying. So for her to be there was just extremely emotional. But when you finally get the people inside the club, you know, let's say 150, 200 people, you know, when the gig is over, there's like 8,000 people waiting outside, you know? So it was such a crazy um, vibe, such a crazy dynamic to be a part of, you know, for our gear, because it was like, you know, the dive bar kind of vibe. It was, our gear was so super chill, like, you know, jeans and, uh, t-shirts and, um, you know, wh- whatever, you know, that was really the vibe stuff that they had, you know, gotten for us. But I remember we had to get dressed up for, for an event and they got me a suit, uh, like a East St. Laurent suit. And this suit had to be every bit of like nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000. You know, everybody got these suits and everybody got you know, these shoes, and I'm just sitting there like, hell, this is kind of crazy. Like, this is what the vibe is. Like, you really, sp- who spends that much on a suit? Uh, really? <laughs> like, that's what that's what we're doing. But that was, that was, um, you know, her vibe. She was just like, yo, I, you know, I want everybody to have, you know, have the best. You know, if, mm-hmm. if I get it, then I want to make sure that my crew has it. And that's one of the things with, with her, I gotta say, like her, her heart to be um, to be fair mm. is something that's special. Not everybody has that, you know. That's one thing I definitely always remember about that camp. Is like she's like, if I got it, then they, I'm gonna make sure they got it. You know, it's of course there's levels to it because you know it's not like we're getting paid the same thing that she's getting paid. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> but the suit, but the suit. Let's be, so. let's, let's be clear. But, <laughs> right. but but when it came down to stuff that you know we needed to be able to perform, she mm-hmm. it was important to her to make sure that we were taken care of and everybody was comfortable, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. She she really really cared, which was dope. I like that a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. It it sounds like your your experiences with you know with. Um, leaders and and stars and everything have have been you know fairly positive in that regard um and it it makes a difference i think right it 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 really it really really does i'm 
extremely thankful for um, the connections that I've been able to have with, you know, all the artists that I've played for, you know, it's, it's always been cool. It's always been love. And even to this day, you know, I can say with, with anybody, you know, that I've worked with, um, we, we still are cool. We still have rapport. We still, you know, are connected, you know, which is, which is great. You know, and I'm, I'm really, really thankful um, for the impressions that I've had on them as well as the impression that they've had on me, you know? So um, that's, that's one thing I have to say, I'm really, really pleased and really thankful um, about my career, just to be able to kind of connect with people in this way and to be able to maintain um, positive connections and positive interactions with everybody, which is cool. And I, I think that speaks to how you are as a person yourself, Aaron, because, you know, you you have this positive vibe that um, just shines through everything you're doing. And, you know, when I think of you, I think about you with a big smile on your face always, you know, um, and you, you your laugh because we talk and we laugh together and I can picture you um, even when we're not on a video chat like this, I can see your, your smile always. And I think that just comes across how humble you are all the time, no matter what you're doing. So I appreciate it, man. I, I just, just think that it's, it's important, you know, it's, it's just, it's so important, man, that that the energy that you that you give off is is positive more so than anything else. You know, I think we have enough negativity. Um, you know, we have enough um, bitterness, enough anger, you know, to go around, you know, and I just feel like it's always important to me. You know, I just always want to do my best to to make sure that I'm putting out something there that's positive, that hopefully it helps somebody. Uh, you never know what smile will do. You never know how uh, just a, a kind word would just be able to help somebody. You know, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, our reasons for even being here on this earth really is to help each other. Mm -hmm. It's really to be able to um, to inspire each other, to push each other. And not so much to say, hey, check me out. I am the greatest. Woo! <laughs> Look at this. It's not that. That's not, that's not why we're here. It's, it's not. It's, it's not about that. It's really more so about us being able to help each other and to, to help push each other through, you know, good times and also through tough times. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's the reason that we're that we're here. So I really try my best to stick to that, man, and and use that formula as a means to kind of just kind of push through life. You know. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're, you inspire people along the way. Absolutely. You know, absolutely with people looking up to you and they, they see that, um, you know, you are, you are a drumming superstar, like I've called you before, but yeah, it's crazy, but it doesn't, you know, and I, <laughs> I know, I know when I say that to you, you're like, no, no, but, um, <sighs> it's, it's true. I mean, people see you as, um, the top and, aspire to be like you and have a career like you. And I think that your attitude shows them that it's not just about the playing. It's not just about the drumming. It's about who you are as a person and you can be the greatest drummer ever and have a terrible attitude and, and not keep a gig. Right. And not go as far as you could have because you just, you know, the, the personality part isn't there. And, 
And, but people want to work with you because you have that, you have all those aspects. So I think that's an important message to get across. I think it's, it's, it's important. I mean, you can be the most incredible, you know, musician that the world has ever seen, you know, but if people don't want to, you know, don't want to work with you, you know, just because your attitude that, 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 that kind of sucks. And it's, it's a disservice to you, you know, because you have this incredible gift. Um, and it's also a disservice to them because nobody wants to really be around you, you know? So uh, I just feel like in order to, you know, be the best that you can be, man, you got to kind of have a, a certain level of uh, positivity. You got to have a certain level of respect for everybody that you kind of come in contact with, whether it's the artist you're playing along with, uh, your bandmates. I mean, even to the people who are, you know, the gatekeepers, the people that are the ushers that are helping people to their seats, the people that are there cleaning up. I mean, at the end of the day, the common denominator for us all is that we're human. I mean, what mm -hmm. does it hurt to say, hey, good afternoon, good evening, what up, how you doing, You whatever, you know? Um, I always, <laughs> I think about Boston, man. I, I have such a good time every time I, I come to Boston and go to the, the garden there. Um, when I come through the doors, I speak to, you know, the guys that are there doing the security and, and after speaking to them and saying, what's up, how you doing? I always, I always say, Hey man, how about those Lakers? Ooh, man, <laughs> man, the response, the, you know, if, if I, if I didn't have the proper credentials, they, they throw me out. But, <laughs> it always, it, it always just, just sparks up, you know, just good conversation and 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 us to be able to laugh and have fun to you know just have fun together as as people mm -hmm. you know, across what whatever our backgrounds are whatever our race is whatever just across all of that stuff man like we're we're people first you know so i, I always have a good time uh, try to have a good time wherever it is that i'm i am or wherever i'm going i just want to be able to try to leave things in better in a better state than it was when I first got there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. I, when I think about you, I think about the saying, choose happiness, right? Oh, so, man. yeah, for sure. I, I, Cause I think you do that. You, you, and, and we've, we've had, we've talked when you've been, you know, going through something that's not ideal, um, oh, yeah. um whether it's life-wise or career-wise and oh, yeah. always, a situation where we come out of that conversation where it's going to be okay, you know, because yeah, sure. you've got a positive attitude and yeah, you, sure. you make it through and, and that's how it goes. But, Absolutely. um, I mean, well, yeah, Sarah, you, you are my, a great you are my friend, you know, like you are like, like my for real, for real friend. I mean, <laughs> of course we, we connected and, and met because of, you know, professional relationships, but, you know, you are a person that I consider to really be a friend, you know, that I, I appreciate very much just as a person, you know, not even for, you know, the things you're able to do or, you know, the whole, you know, backstage with Sarah. I mean, oh, that's 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 fine. That's great. That's that's cute. That's awesome. But but you are just a great person, period. Thank you so much. That means, that means a lot, you know? You know well, I, I, I feel, um, 
I think anybody that knows you would, you know, shares the the same sentiment. You know, they they feel they feel the same way. So, I appreciate you, ma'am. Thank you, and and vice versa. And I I feel so lucky that we got to spend time together before this whole virus thing. We were all together, whole industry family, hang. Um, you know, filming together back in yeah. January of 2020, and then the Nam show. It just felt like. Ooh all of us getting to be together and spend time together kind of like that experience is holding me over until we get to be together again so <laughs> yeah it's crazy man so crazy we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get together again for sure i look Absolutely. forward to it and i cannot i can't have this conversation with you and not mention big news that you just launched your own apparel <laughs> yep and I was so excited, and uh, you're wearing one of the items right now. Well, right? Guys, this is one of my shirts. Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it's funny, man. Uh, uh, a friend of mine had hit me up and was like, yo, like, do you need to have, like, your own, like, do you have merch? I was like, not really. I mean, I have, like, my my stickers that I have, and those are just things I just kind of give to my friends and just kind of toss them out here and there. Um, but I don't have like my own like merch. He's like, dude, what are you waiting for? This is, you, we can do this. Like, let me help you. I was like, Hey, I'm with it a thousand percent. I'm, I'm down. Um, so he put together a proposal and we got some mock-ups and, and some different designs and man, it, it it came out really, really cool. The response has been incredible. Like uh, the amount of people who, uh, even if they don't have it, just the the response to what I what I posted, mm -hmm. it feels fantastic to know that people, uh, you know, are so supportive of me, you know, and so supportive of my brand. I just, I'm so thankful, man. I appreciate it so much. So. Uh, my T-shirts, my sweatshirts, pop sockets, um, phone cases, all are available on, on Amazon.com. Um, I've got links to all that stuff on my website, AaronSpears.com. I mean, just mm -hmm. you see something you like, grab it. It's cool. If not, hey, man, it's cool. I, I appreciate you either way, you know? I, I love it because of your character on there, um, which, you know, we had... <laughs> <laughs> so much fun last January talking about um, Crazy. the little character because he has a yeah. big smile and I love uh, it. And he's wearing crazy. the traditional Aaron outfit and he just makes me happy. Like I see that and I just smile. I just want to, I just want to smile. Right. <laughs> I, I want to tell you it's wild. Cause the, the, the character, it really, it's, it's me. It, it, you know, it's funny because, you know, sometimes you have people that will draw things and, oh man, I've, I've, I've been very fortunate through the years of my career where people have been so inspired that they decided, oh, I'm going to draw something for you. I want to draw. And, and you get it back. And it's like, who is that? Is that really mm -hmm. me? <laughs> and it's it's cool because it's like you know it's it's the artist's eye and it's their their rendition and the mm -hmm. fact that someone would even take even if it's just ten minutes to to devote something you know for me it's just that's fantastic and I appreciate it but 
this particular thing, I mean, it is me for real. Like it looks like me 100%. It's got my vibe, it's got my smile. It the energy of it is really just me. So I, I love it. I love it so much. And you know, put it on the t-shirt and you know, people seem to be digging it. So I'm I'm very, very thankful, really thankful for that. It's it's so great. And you know, we've we've talked before about kind of owning your brand and and this is kind of the perfect example of that. So Absolutely. nice job with that. Um, Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank for you. For sure, for sure. And so we can hear you on The Masked Singer, right? We can hear you. Yep. You're playing. Yep. Um, Season five is coming out. Uh, I want to say it'll start up in March. March. Um, season five will will begin and, and we'll start the quest for the new, uh, new Masked Singer. We'll see what happens. All right. And then um, is there anything else happening? I know things have been delayed and tours are delayed and all that stuff, but um, anything else interesting on the horizon for you? Man, right now it's, it's so quiet, you know, work-wise, there's really not anything happening. I, I have been kind of uh, exploring a little bit, um, doing some master classes, which has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and it's funny because uh, I've also been talking to uh, to Kaz because Kaz is like like a, a sounding board for me where he's like, uh, yeah, hey, hey, Governor, uh, let, let's uh, check out you. Let me check out your feed, you know. So he's looking at my feed while I'm playing, and he's like, yeah, that angle there is great. You know what you need? You need to get this piece of equipment here. This is called a such and such and pick that up. And then we can add another camera. And then, you know, we'll add another camera over the top. So it's like, yo, <laughs> uh, chill, bro. Chill. You know, give he me- knows. This, this is for anyone listening. This is uh Kaz Rodriguez. Kaz, um, yes, indeed. Yeah. But he's, He's been he he's so um hands-on and helpful with, mm-hmm. with me getting um you know my stuff together. Him and also um Matt Griner is another one who has been like you know really on me about doing some um more online lessons. Mm-hmm. So so we'll see, man. I'm 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 working on it. I just have to make sure that I, I can carve enough time to really give it what it's supposed to be, you know. Sure. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. I, I promise I'll keep you posted. You know, hit me on Instagram, hit me on Facebook. You'll see that the information will be there. Absolutely. We'll put some links to in the um, the YouTube um, yeah. post as well. So people can follow you and find your Amazon store and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Very cool. All right. Thank you so much, Aaron. It was a pleasure to have you on today. Get a I'm chance to catch here. up with you. See your face. Check out your royal blue Aaron Spears sweatshirt. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Um, Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.